Welcome into our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56th Family Restaurant in Galva. This is your chance to hear from all the McPherson High School and area coaches throughout the school year. The Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE is brought to you by Femco, McPherson Concrete, Complete Automotive in McPherson, DFS Moto in Canton, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Kane's Body Shop, Flinsboard Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, JAR Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our first high school basketball coaches show here of the 2019-20 season. We have had a couple of weeks off after going through the Thanksgiving break, but now diving into our high school coaches show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. I am Jim Joyner, and joining me as always this morning is Mr. Steve Sell. Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Kind of a short night for us last night. Well, it's especially short when you have a couple games to go a little long and then sticking around here and waiting for the scoreboard show to end with our good friend Nick Gosnell and yeah. getting through all the scores and getting ready for some Mac College Bulldog basketball today. Sort of a crazy weekend, but a ton of high school basketball got underway last night. I'll go through some scores here from last night. McPherson's girls win 62-20 to over Andover, while the boys lose 82-63. No Coach Strathman this morning as he is on the road down to Wichita, I'm sure, competing with his kid in, in some MAYB events down in Wichita. I don't, the guy that will start us off here might know a little bit about MAYB. The Little River Redskins with a sweep last night as they both won at Lincoln. Boys winning 60-36, to girls winning 52-23. <coughs> the Elyria Christian Eagles were swept by the Mound Ridge Wildcats last night. Mound Ridge winning 41-31 on the boys' side and 46-38 on the girls' side. Canton Galva swept at Rural Vista with the boys falling 50-41 and the girls falling 34-8. Smoky Valley swept at Abilene last night 62-44 on the boys' side and 41-40 on the girls' side. The Inman Teutons with a sweep over Gossel, boys winning 37-31, girls winning 33-15. Mound Ridge, like I mentioned, with the wins over Elyria. 41-31 on the boys' side and 46-38 on the girls' side. And the Heston Swathers with a couple of wins over Sacred Heart. The girls winning 37-29 and the boys winning 53-48. We end there with Heston, and so that means we are going to begin with Heston and boys coach Greg Raleigh. Well, Coach Raleigh, we knew it would be a little different team for you guys this year. You lost a lot of seniors, a lot of guys that played last year, but there was no fall-off to begin the year last night with a nice win, 53-48, against Sacred Heart. We lost some seniors, but they didn't play last year. They were all hurt, <laughs> and a sophomore. So, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, we're young. We played four sophomores and a freshman again, and uh, one of our juniors was one of the ones that was hurt all last year. So, might as well call him a sophomore too. I don't know exactly how we win, but. We did manage to win. We battled and scrapped. So, but that's a I good, ma good measuring stick for your team. Sacred Heart always a quality team. Uh, a KU wow. golf commit, Tate Harris, up, yeah. uh, twenty-eight points. Uh, looks like someone could recruit him for basketball too. But he's a big-time golfer. Uh, he's yeah. going to be an NCAA. Golfers are always good shooters. They are. They, they always have good like skill. Grady, you remember Grady Paul's? That's my, right. My assistant. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good golfer. But anyway, uh, that you know to beat a team, the quality of Sacred Heart has to give you a lot of optimism moving forward. Yeah, you know, I never have any optimism, but I'm so tired of us being hurt all the time. That's what's driving me nuts. We got three guys out again this year that would probably be in our top ten for sure. And so how long are they going to be out? or were they? Well, you know, I, I was always last year hoping that we would get some of those guys back, and we never did. But hopefully here, if not still before Christmas, after Christmas, a couple of them will probably be in our rotation. So um, we hope to get them back. Heck, I mean – we had more injuries last night. I, I saw the first – this is the first time in 40 years that I've ever seen this happen. But we had a kid get injured checking in. <laughs> he oh, runs no. over to the scores table, slips and falls down, sprains his ankle. I mean, that did, never did you just I kind, told him to listen. Did you kind of just look at your him. assistants and say, I don't believe – this is unbelievable. You know, I, I just yelled at the kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach Raleigh, who are some of the guys that you're looking forward to this year? And I know you got 19 games left. You're just one down. But who are some of the guys that – you're looking forward to coaching and, and seeing this year that you know will be a big impact for you. How you mean as far as our guys? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, you know, we do – saying that, you know, we had injuries and everything like that, it did give us a lot of experience. So, I mean, we've got, you know, Ben Bollinger and Jackson Humphreys, Andrew Schmidt all played a ton last year, and they're, you know, they're juniors this year, so they've grown up a little bit. And, 
and of course Kaysen and, and uh, Nick and Braden all played as freshmen last year, so um, they're ready, um, hopefully. And uh, Ty Schrader was hurt I get a good part of last year, and he he uh, gave us some minutes last night as a sophomore. And Braden Esau started, and he missed all of last year hurt. So um, all those guys, and it seems like we always got to have a freshman, so another Bulldog connection. But Jake Proctor got some minutes last night as a freshman. You remember Ben Proctor? That's right. Yeah. So, good player. Um, yeah, he's our superintendent, so i got to keep him happy. Okay. Well, big week coming up. I know that you'll be playing in, in the three teams that you did last year, but I don't know where this will be at. Nickerson as well as Wichita Independent and Emporia. Where will this be at? It's our tournament. Okay. We host it, but we always go on the road the first game. So we go to Nickerson on Tuesday, and then we have Independent and Emporia on Thursday and Friday. So Good competition. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we'll find out how good you are. Yeah, we, uh, we do play a pretty tough non-league schedule, and our league's going to be tough too, so hopefully – Kids will be ready. All right, well, Coach Raleigh, get out of here. Make your way down to Wichita. All right. Well, I've got, I got more. I got four. I got five grandkid games today. So. Wow. Yeah. So I you're a busy that. man. Yeah, I know. And two of my grand, or two of my daughters are starting their coaching careers so, with first grade girls. Hey, that's, oh, that's the way boy. to get it going. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, Coach Richardson will be making his way in. I don't think he heard me though. He's yeah. He. There we go. We got Matt Richardson coming in for the Heston girls, but. Coach Raleigh always bubbly. Yeah, always, always, always bubbly here early on in the morning. Is we now have Heston girls coach Matt Richardson coming in. The boys won 53-48 last night over Sacred Heart, and the girls were 37-29 winners. Coach Richardson, like we were just talking about with Coach Raleigh, always a good start to the season. Sacred Heart, another very good team for traditionally both sides, and a nice win for your girls to start. It was good. We didn't uh, shoot the ball really well, uh, but I'll tell you what, I thought our defense and rebounding, we did a good job. I had to... Lindsey Diggin had nine rebounds, and Elise Kaiser had ten. So uh, we really did a good job of controlling the paint and doing a good job there. Very close game for a half, and then third quarter, you guys really locked down defensively, uh, only gave up two points, outscored them 14-2, to two, and that really turned the game in your favor. Yeah, our, our defensive uh, kids have really – I mean, just the experience that we added to a year ago. We've got a couple of young kids that we're bringing off the bench for six and seven, and you know, Marissa Vogt and, and uh, Corinne Yoder and Elise Kaiser are pretty solid defenders, just not letting the ball move. And they're scrappy and they stay in front of anybody. Obviously, Elise Kaiser, yeah. a Newman University commit. Uh, she's going to be the focal point of a lot of defenses. So it's going to be important for some of these other players to develop their uh, scoring. Well, and if, if Elise can, can relax – and uh, she can also be a very good distributor. She had some good passes last night. I think she would relax and, and be able to get in there and draw two or three defenders. She can make a good pass out for somebody to get a really easy shot. may take the load off her a little bit. I don't know if you saw it in the Wichita Eagle. They ran a list of the top 25 girls players and boys players across the Metro. And I think Elise was in there with about every girl on her club team. They were all in about the top 15. So I know she's seen some great competition this summer and, and making the trips around the state there. But it feels like your team brings a lot back and it, that you've got a lot of experience going into this year. You know, you, Elise averaged nearly 20, 21 points a game last year. And her leadership and her experience, she does a really good job. She's got a great motor about her uh it, she's starting to really understand the game and what, what it takes to be a good leader she may not have to score as much this year i really think our experience is going to be a little bit better and i think she only had 13 last night but still she distributed the ball and she brings so much energy to the defensive end of the floor it's ridiculous the kid has just got a motor on her that won't quit big week coming up for you guys three games and you'll really find out how good you are Oh, yeah. It's got Nickerson on Tuesday, and Nickerson's going to have a couple of six-footers, a lot of very good athletes as well. From their volleyball team, and then I think you have what, Wichita Independent and Emporia. Yes, yes. And I know Emporia is always good. I don't know about Independent, but Emporia is always good. Oh, it's, it, it will be just a very good mix of, of things. Everybody, Each of those teams bring their own attributes to the tournament. Uh, they've got great kids. Uh, Carolyn always got, does a good job up there in Emporia, and we're just looking forward to seeing what we can do. And, you know, it's going to be – Three games in four days is a quick turnaround. And bounce around in all different classifications to start here. I think Nickerson's 4A, Emporia's 5A, and making your rounds all the way around. Well, Coach Richardson, congrats on great start last night, and we'll get a hold of you next week. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks, Matt. We will take our first break here on our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. 
Welcome back into our High School Coaches Show this morning, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We just heard from both Heston coaches, Greg Raleigh and Matt Richardson, after a couple of wins for the Swathers to begin the season last night. We don't have McPherson I girls basketball coach Chris Strathman in studio this morning because he's making his way down to Wichita. I know he is getting ready for that big sixth grade AAU circuit as they've got some games going on this weekend for young Mr. Cade. But we do have Coach Kurt Kinneman here on the boys' side after his team fell last night 82-63 to against the Andover Trojans. Andover went unconscious from three as they were 15 out of 24, 24 out of 46 from the floor. And the Bullpups got themselves in a hole 14-1 to begin the game. But Coach Kinneman, now as you have been able to take away, sit back for about 12 hours and try and digress what happened, Besides Andover just making a ton of shots, what was it early on that really got Andover going in its offensive side besides just making everything they look at? Well, the, their dribble penetration hurt us. Uh, you know, they were able to get to the basket. And, uh, you know, the first play of the game, they, they run a back screen lob and, and we're where we're supposed to be and they just throw it up and, and we get underneath it and get a foul. And, um, you know, they just did a really good job of executing. Um but we, we struggled to contain the ball off the bounce. Uh, we're going to have to look at, at some different things, I guess. You know, this, I've been uh, down at school this morning looking into uh, the Tony Bennett pack line defense, which is pretty good about keeping the ball out of the paint. But, uh, you know, you, you also don't want to hit the panic button after one game and say we're going to change everything we do. But I do know that, uh, you know, Xavier Bell – uh, is really good off the bounce on Tuesday night. We're going to have to be able to keep him from just going to the goal. So uh, we're, we may have to tweak a thing here or there and, and uh, just do a better job of, of eliminating dribble penetration because they did make some, some tough contested shots, but they also, you know, were able to get some wide open shots when we either, you know, overhelped or helped when we shouldn't have or things like that. So, uh, those are all things that you can improve and get better at. Uh, guarding the ball off the bounce is just kind of a uh, a personal pride type thing, and being able to keep somebody in front of us is, is going to be a key for us as we go on down the road. And Andover just I, – I don't think I'd ever seen an opponent come into the roundhouse and shoot the ball quite like they did. I think Andale might have done it one year pretty close to that uh, when Easton Hunter and those guys were right. really young. But 15 of 24 for Andover. and At some point you just have to tip your cap – Jack Johnson, was you'd get in his face, he'd just step back a little farther and just keep shooting them six out of eight. He did a really good job. I mean, I think he only played 17 minutes or something because he was in foul trouble. Um, but to go six for eight for three from three in the roundhouse is, is a tip your cap. And, you know, those other guys, Jonas and, and number 15. Uh, Gaddis. Gaddis. Gaddis made some shots, and, and we weren't real sure – uh, in our scout about him, and he's a very good player, very quick and and strong. And uh, but you know when you have six four, six five stepping out and making threes, um, th that's a tough cover for you know somebody like Cody or somebody like Sam. I mean that's just that's a tough cover for them to get to. And uh, you know looking back on it, I thought we tried really hard. It, it, it wasn't a lack of effort. Uh, you know those guys were gassed at the end and. And then you fight foul trouble too, and and <laughs> you ever uh, had a t game where four years players fouled out? Never, never had a game where that happened. And you know, I'm sure we were fouling some. I I don't think there's any question about that, but uh, it did make it tough. Well, the one thing that I will say I thought was a real positive going forward in this game is I don't want to use the word woke up, but this team figured out how to score throughout the second quarter into the second half. You won the second half, 40-37, to 37, but you figured out how to get the ball to the basket. Seth Madron did a great job of working inside. You made some shots from the perimeter that you could see all the pieces that you wanted there. It just started a little later than maybe you wanted it last <laughs> night. It did, and, and you know, it, we're inexperienced. You know, even though we are we have an older team maybe, we, we're in inexperienced other than, you know, Cody really and, um, uh, we'll get better at that. And, you know, uh, our shooters, uh, when you look at Eli and you look at Hayes and, and Jayton and those guys, uh, they have just been white hot in practice. I think you were even there one night when they were making everything they looked at. And it was just, you know, when you have a night where all three of them don't shoot it as well as, as what they're capable of, 
and and Coop's in foul trouble, uh, and Cody's exhausted, <laughs> and um, yeah, it makes it tough. And but I I texted them all last night, and said you know we'll get this figured out, and I'm I'm proud of their effort, and and uh, these guys are a resilient bunch. They like to play. They like each other, uh, and, and that's a key. When I mean we kind of got smacked in the mouth and and if you didn't care about your teammates that that makes things really hard but these guys care about each other and and uh so they'll be fine big week coming up at defending champion and over central on tuesday of course xavier bell they've also got uh, the parnell kid washington herman they got a bunch of guys back then friday at derby not quite sure what derby's got i didn't I don't know if they played last night. Generally, they don't play no. on Friday because they always know they're going to be going deep into the football season. But I know they've got a couple of really good kids. So, life on the road next week. Well, it is life on the road, and it doesn't get any easier. And I was really kind of surprised at the Andover Central score because, I mean, those guys have basically had four practices. And I see the Herman kid didn't even – he didn't score anyway, so I don't know whether he played or not. Uh, Xavier just rolled out of bed and dropped 25. So, uh <laughs> He's a hard matchup for us. You know, Seth did a pretty good job on him last year, I thought, because that was a game when Jake went out and was, was injured. Right at the start. Um, they're not going to be – they don't have the shooters with Belt and, and Leadham being gone. Now, they have some good shooters, but those guys were phenomenal shooters. And, uh, you know, I if Andover plays like they played last night – I don't think anybody wants to play them. Yeah, especially not their crosstown rival. Well, man, what a fun one that will be. You know, I'm not going to say that, but uh, we're going to go down there. It's a nice place to play. It's a good gym, uh, good opponent, number one in the state. Uh, you know, we just we got to keep the ball in front of us and and don't let Xavier get 40 or something like that. And uh, but you're right, we showed good flashes at the end and and. Uh, It'll be a fun week next week. Well, Coach Kinneman, hoping for two wins next week. I hope you enjoyed that meat this morning. We did have some meat. <laughs> it, it was uh, an excellent spread, so thank you. There you go. Well, Steve, we can talk a, just a moment about the McPherson girls who won 62-20 last right. night. Really fun performance for them. They had four different players in double digits. Cassidy Beam had 17, 13 for Grace Pyle with 11 rebounds and eight assists, almost a triple-double for Grace Pyle, 12 points for Cassie Cooks, 10 points for Andrea Sweat, and 8 points for Emma Mom. Really fun win for that girls' team Yeah, and I night. loved how they shared the basketball. I, I just thought uh, they really played team basketball. Their defense was terrific. Uh, got out on the shooters. Uh, Andover was totally out of their game. And, uh, you know, no Emma Ruddle last night. Of course, no Lake and Sheafreak. They're both going to be out for a while. But these other girls are really stepping in. Steve, you should open up the door and scream for whoever the next coach is to come on in. As we are here on our... High School Coaches Show this morning presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We have heard from the Heston coaches, a Heston sweep against Sacred Heart last night. McPherson was was split with Andover as the girls won 62-20. The boys lost 82-63, and we're now joined by Smoky Valley girls coach Larry Vanderwig, whose team was on the road at Abilene last night and lost by one, 41-40. Well, Coach Larry Vanderwig, we're glad to have you in here this morning. And I knew that Abilene was going to be a very good team going into the year in Class 4A. I knew that they brought a lot back. And I think that we've seen your team continue to make strides, especially from the beginning of last year to the end of last year. And certainly to be right there with a good Abilene Cowgirl team shows a lot about where this team was at and how far they worked or how hard they worked this summer. Yeah, I think we have taken a step up in our program and, and – uh... Uh, our girls played their tails off last night. Uh, had one of them had, that had uh, had the stomach flu for a day or so uh, play. I don't know if she'd had solid food for about 36 hours And uh, in Carrington-Haxton. And, uh, again, she was just one of them that played really hard. And we had about five girls that uh, didn't even suit up varsity last year that, that played significant minutes, and, including a couple that started. So... Uh, yeah, we're we're pleased with how last night went, even with the disappointment of a loss because it came down to one possession. I was gonna say, was there a last second shot by either team? Did they hit? They hit one. Uh, they had an inbounds play and hit theirs with about 37 seconds left, and ended up getting an and one on it. Um, to their credit, you know, and 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 as coaches, we're we're learning how to win close games just as much as players. You know, you have to learn that, and uh, we they did. Um, 
an isolation play, got an and one inside the lane to go up one. We came down, called a timeout, um, put a last second, or you know, to work work off the last 37 seconds and uh, and go for a last shot, and we just didn't, you know. Get, get it done on our end, uh, and not from a lack of effort by the girls or an attempted execution. I, I had the wrong play. I should have I'll, – I'll do something different next time. But. Who are some of the girls so far that have stood out to you, whether it was in the summer in some of your practices, here in the preseason, that you're looking forward to this year? Well, like, like last night, Ellie Brumball had uh, had 12 points. Uh, she's going to be one of our leaders. And, and you know – she and Carrington Haxton came back with uh, all league honorable mention from last year, and and with a lot of experience. And Carrington had eight. Uh, Kaylee Ryan, as a senior, has really stepped up. Uh, been real pleased as a as a forward. Um, she she had about uh, just a couple points, four points last night. Bree Pretty is a sophomore uh, forward. Uh, again, her first time. She didn't even suit up last year. Varsity. Uh, had ten points. Had uh, about five rebounds. Played. Played very well last night for her first experience. I think I think she's she's doing well. And one thing about your team this year, you're not overly big, so you've got to rely more on uh, like execution and on, on the defensive end boxing out. Is that what kind of you stress to your team right now? You know, we really have worked on transition because because we do have um, I think the athletes to get up and down. Uh, so not just transition offense, but transition defense, because we gave up a lot of transition buckets last year, and we did a pretty good job of that last night. I think we could have done better if Carrington was wasn't uh, battling illness. I think we would have been even faster. But um, and we have some size. We have a Abby Rose is a six foot sophomore. Uh, again, just learning star she, volleyball player. Yeah, she first is. team all league CKL. Uh, you know. Um, so, so we've got we've got some height and some sophomores, and they're they're still developing, and I think they'll get there. What's up for the Vikings this week? We have Southeast Celine on Tuesday, so quick turnaround there. It aren't, but they're at home, so that'll be good, and and a good matchup. Uh, and then we play Concordia on Friday. Go up, go up to uh, Concordia. Well, even though you didn't win, a, a good start to the season gives you really a lot of hope for the future. Uh, double or triple that win total from last year, and uh, I think you guys are going to be all right. Yeah, well, hope hope so. It was, it was a great environment last night. The fans, Ambling's fun place to play. Yeah. Oh, it's louder. The band, heck. the and, band uh, is. Oh, gee whiz! <laughs> but great environment. It, normally, we go up to Abilene. And it's a twenty to thirty point loss, and so yeah. to to compete, we're sad for the loss, but we still feel good about it. Well, go ahead and send Doug in. We'll talk about that. And good job in your first game. And we're glad you're here and enjoying uh, the fellowship and the good food that we have. Yeah, thank you very much. Look at you, Steve. You're bragging about that food and feeling good. What'd you eat what? out there? I had the biscuits, of course. There you go. Fifty six family restaurant. Oh yeah, it was it was popping over there this morning. Was it really? They had a ton of people in there and Are I Are they still talking Canton Galva football? I'm sure that there were a lot of people in there <laughs> talking Canton Galva football. Speaking of Canton Galva, the boys lost at Rural Vista last night, fifty to forty one. Girls fell thirty four to eight. As we're now joined by Smoky Valley boys coach Doug Schneider, 62-44, the Vikings lost at Abilene last night. And Coach Schneider, we were talking with Coach Vanderwig there a second ago, and Abilene being a tough environment to play in, the band is loud, it just reverberates around your ear. How did your guys look in your first time out last night? Uh, pick a quarter. That would be the thing Let's to say. Let's start with the first yeah. quarter. First quarter, we looked phenomenal. We played a great <laughs> quarter. Shots were falling. Makes um, me think I don't want to ask about the second quarter. Well, I tell you, first and third, we outscored them 33-31, to 31, I think it was. And the second and the fourth, we got outscored by a lot. So, um, we just – I don't know if we got tired, but, I mean, I there were a lot of things I was pleased with. They brought 6'8", 6'4", 6'4", 6'3", at us, and then a 5'10 kid. Our tallest goes 6'4", but we do have a couple – or 6'3", 6'4". Uh, so I thought we competed overall really, really well. I just felt like at times we opened up the second quarter, didn't score for four straight minutes, only scored five points in the whole quarter, um, and then came out and played another really good third quarter, had it cut to about two again. Uh, and then late in the third, they hit a three off the glass of the last shot of the quarter to go up 10. And I think there's just something about that double digits. Once you hit that going out of the quarter, I just think that our kids felt a little deflated coming out in the fourth. They got the first possession, scored. And we just weren't able to bounce back from that. But overall, I thought thought Matt Lucas had a great night inside. You know, he's kind of developed into a more strong post player with an outside presence. He scored nine for us last night. Uh, Kate Schneider had 18. Uh, I think he hit four threes maybe. I can't remember what uh, it was, but I thought he shot the ball well. 
I uh, had a few turnovers we'd like to get back. That's his dad talking, but uh, <laughs> um, just some things that I think we can shore up a little bit. But Abilene's a solid team. They come in preseason number seven in the state, and I thought they uh, had a few more horses than what we did as the game progressed. What's interesting about your team, I think it's the second straight year, you're ha- you have a whole new starting five. You had a whole new starting five last year. You've been very senior dominated in recent years. Of course, you had that nice. You've had that nice run of going to state two or three years in a row. But it's going to be a little struggle at the outset, just because you got five new guys on the floor, and everybody you play probably has two or three coming back. Uh, uh, Kate obviously was your sixth guy last year, but a lot of guys are really seeing you know, big time minutes for the first time. They really are. And I think some of that uh, plays into that as well. But you get guys that have been chomping to the bit for a while and been ready to play. You know, we didn't know how last year was going to turn out with our new starting five, but those guys commanded the floor with the defense that they played and the energy they brought. And it was hard to get guys on the court around them because they played so hard. So I'm looking for the same thing out of my seniors this year again. They've been waiting in the wings. They've been waiting for that opportunity. But you're right, there's going to be some growing pains along the way, and our schedule is not real conducive for that when you throw an Abilene out there and eventually a Heston coming up uh, before Christmas. So we always play a tough schedule to get going, and I like that because it gives us a nice gauge. You know, you hope when you see a team like Abilene in your first game that you can get rid of some of those uh, jitters after that and say, you know, that uh, some of the teams you're going to play maybe might not be at that same caliber uh, as we get to our next few games. But, you know, every night's going to be an important night for us to play well. I think I remember seeing the sub-state assignments a little better than the draw. No, that you guys were in the Out West one where Heston was in the the Murderer's Row sub-state last year. I think that they were the one that had Wichita Collegiate and whoever the eight seed was was like 12 and eight going into the postseason. But as you go forward... How does the CKL match up this year compared to what it was last year? Well, I think the CKL is stacked again. You know, Hoisington has a lot back. Lauren had brought almost everybody back from a state tournament team last year. Haven beat Heston in the sub-state semis last year, I think. Yeah. Um, and Haven's got a lot back. Heston was young last year. You know, don't believe anything Raleigh says when he says they're <laughs> struggling. They're going to be just fine. Uh, they've got some nice horses there, and they've got some guys that can score. Hillsboro's going to be good. They had some young pups last year that are developing and coming along. Uh, I don't know that there's a game you can take off at any at any point in time. Lions had a couple of younger guys last night that have or last year that developed again, and so I, I think every night you got to be ready to play, you got to be ready to bring it, and that's what I think is is so good about our league. Unfortunately for us this year, we got six league schools in our sub-state. You know, you'd like to play somebody else at some point in time, but that's the that's the hand we've been dealt, and and we'll have a really good idea of what uh, those teams are going to be like. We will have played seven of our eight or six of our seven uh, opponents in substate we will have played during the year this year so we'll know what to expect we'll know what to do and, and we'll get ready for that when it gets here I believe it's southeast of yep. Celine yep. on uh, Tuesday home opener is that correct it is and Tuesday. then Concordia mm-hmm. on Friday yep we go southeast and then con and and we go like I said to con and that's a loud gym to play in as well probably not quite as loud as Abilene but it gets there and it's pretty close um, I know Coach Kinnaman loves that Abilene band. I remember some comments he made a few years ago. but uh, No, Steve <laughs> loves the Abilene band. Yeah, my ears are always ringing after we leave Abilene. No, it's a, it's a loud gym. We were doing some yelling last night, and I'm not sure anybody heard us. But, uh, no, it'll be a good start for us, and it'll be nice to be at home on Tuesday and get things going. Uh, we get two home games before Christmas and three road games, so we need to take advantage of that home cooking when we can. Well, Coach Schneider, thanks for coming in this morning, and best of luck this week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. Let's take another break here on our high school coaches show presented by the 56 family restaurant in galva we continue on our high school coaches show this morning presented by the 56 family restaurant in galva we've already heard from mcpherson boys coach kurt kinneman we've heard from the heston coaches we have heard from the smoky valley coaches as well and now time to turn things over to one of our favorites who didn't have a muffin this morning mount ridge boys coach vance unrow no muffin and had to bring my own coffee so some things hey we got a keurig in there you can bring it (laughs) oh we don't have a lot of good coffee creamer or any of that so you got you got to bring the rest of it but coach unrow you guys were taking on Elyria christian last night and i know that you had to talk with coach goodrich out there in the lobby after a tough game for both teams 41 31 as you're able to pick up a win over the eagles yeah i don't think either team will win any style points from last night but at least we can say hey we got the win but both of us graduated a lot of offense from last year's team and i knew uh going in i said well we're going to be a good rebounding team and boy how do we better because uh, i'm not sure who's going to score from the outside i think we're capable we have guys that do but you know, here we go. We've got guys that are playing in different roles, 
the lights are always brighter on that stage, especially when you're the guy. And uh, these guys will settle in. Uh, our backcourt, I think we combined for six total points. That's not enough. We know that. We know they're more capable than that. But, uh, you know, I started a freshman guard last night who ran the uh, – Landon Kaufman, who ran the perimeter for us uh, uh, at, at the point guard spot and uh, did a fine job. Uh, Corbin Unruh, uh, very athletic, you know, our quarterback from the football season. Uh, he's going to be more capable of doing more than he did last night, brought – uh, Corbin Weedle off the bench, who, who arguably is one of our better outside shooters. Uh, but these guys, it, it it just didn't happen last night for us. So, uh, but our inside guys did well. Uh, Brady Helms, John Schlosser, uh, Dan Kaufman, all did really well on the boards and solid defenders. So, hey, we have a long way to go. It's a long season. And, uh, you know, I, I think these guys have a high ceiling. It's good to get that first game under your belt because the second week of the year for Mound Ridge is always the Mound Ridge uh, with the you know the preseason tournament, always loaded. You see your buddy uh, the yeah. Teutons, your yeah. favorite your favorite people, the Inman Teutons. You see Hillsboro, <laughs> you see Lions. Always a good week to really find out where you're at. I have to wonder who schedules these guys every year. <laughs> and that AD, come on, <laughs> it's going to be a great week of basketball. Always highly competitive. Uh, we're going to have, you know, the gym's going to be full because all these communities follow really, really well. Uh, Inman's going to be different looking, but you know that Coach Fraze is going to be after him to do the things that he wants them to do. And, and they struggled to score last night. They won last night, but Brett said they really struggled to well, score. And, our, you know, we are because we just don't know what we are yet. Right. And everybody's playing those different roles. So, um uh, I, I like our guys. They're fun to be around. We're a small group. We only have 14 out this year. So, you know, that presents some of those problems in practice, too, of, you know, you, you, this works in practice, but you're not playing against guys like Illyria Christian last night that really got up in your grill and really defended well because Zach is an excellent fundamental coach. We knew that um, uh, they'd be, you know, taking the floor with guys that, wanted to prove that they belonged there from the other years. So it was a, it was, it was a game where I, I felt like early we had a chance to really, really uh, maybe put them away, especially in that first quarter. But uh, we missed some easy shots at the rim, and all of a sudden they come down and make one, and it's game on. So, But it uh, uh, felt good about the kids' effort last night. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, our guys will just continue to develop and love and care about each other it's a, you know, like i said before they're they're just fun to be around so practice is a lot of a lot of good to go to so inman tuesday lions thursday hillsboro friday i think the hillsboro yeah. lions games were flipped last year yeah. maybe or maybe we the order was yeah flipped. we rotate every year uh of who plays uh you know uh, the tuesday the thursday and the friday game except mound ridge always plays the late game so it's uh, it, and you know next year our uh we play our JV schedule over at Greer uh, next year. Uh, we'll have all that at one site because our secondary uh, auxiliary gym is going to be completed by yeah. this time next year. Really, really excited about watching the construction that's going on there. And uh, it'll be nice to have that all in one area that people can just flow back and forth to with their teams and uh, and their fans. Well, it'll be a great week coming up, and we're going to look forward to it. I'm really uh, really looking forward to the season, and it's great to get back uh, – back over here to the coaches show and thank you we'll for work uh, on getting that muffin next week so <laughs> we'll, we'll get one muffin what, what, right. what's your preferred <laughs> I'm banana a blueberry, nut? i'm a blueberry he's muffin a blueberry guy, guy. okay <laughs> well we'll have to find coach unrow a blueberry muffin <laughs> okay. especially after hey, a big thanks win so much guys you bet 41 31 last night for the mound ridge boys and for the mound ridge girls they were 46 38 winners over Elyria christian and we'll get both sides of that story here for both the boys and the girls as we have both Elyria and mound ridge coaches in the building here, and we won't hear from new Mound Ridge girls coach Vicki Kessler this morning because she is working hard as the rec director down in Mound Ridge, and I know they've got a ton of basketball games going on this morning, so she has sent in her great assistant, Sue Hetsky, as she joins us here this morning, and Coach Hetsky, it's good to have you in here. I was filling in for Coach Kessler, and it sounded like a nice win for the Mound Ridge girls last night over Elyria. It, it was a great win. Anytime you can win your first game, you know, you feel pretty good about what you've been working on. Uh, 
we graduated one senior last or we graduated everybody but one senior starter last year and uh the rest of the kids stepped up and did really good how were they able to begin this season i know it's it's hard to bust into a new role and be able to become varsity players for the first time and coach unround was talking about that with us there for a moment with some of his new guys how do you think some of the younger girls for Mount Ridge did last night in stepping into that new role? I, I think they did really well. And, and you know, we have a, a young team. We brought in eight freshmen, and they are already wanting to play varsity, so they've really been pushing everybody to make them better but to get themselves better as well. So the team looked, as a nucleus, really pretty good last night. Well, Sue, for a smaller school team, it always helps if you have a, a, a good post player. And Kate Eichelberger last – is she going by Kate or Katie? I've seen it both ways. She goes by Kate. Kate Eichelberger had a big night for you. And, of course, uh, you know, she's got a pretty good pedigree. But, obviously, she's made some real strides from last year. She has. Um, I think she's bulked up a little bit, got a little bit stronger. She's not getting pushed around as much as she had. And she is more than willing to, if we can get the ball into her, to turn it around and take it straight to the glass. What are some of the things about this team going forward? Last year at times it felt like it was a little tougher for them to score. What do you think will be one of the best parts about this girls' team this year? Well, I think attitude-wise, we, we tried to start off the year with a really good attitude, positive attitude, and you know, wanting to take the program to the next step up. Um, they've been very receptive to what Coach Kessler has told them and willing to do whatever she has told them. And I think as long as they keep listening and trying – um, will come together really well. Sue, a big week coming up, three games, four days. Start with the Teutons. Uh, when you were the head coach, uh, had some real memorable battles with Inman. Uh, they are a really talented team. They have about everybody back. They only give up 15 points last night. And then uh, I believe it's Lions and Hillsboro. What are you expecting for next week? I think we're expecting to be uh, have really three tough games that we've got to be able to prepare for them, stay in our game plan. Um, I know Inman's got some, some height. Mound Ridge rarely has height, as we do with Eichelberger. But run our game plan is going to be the big thing. Don't get pushed into something out of our comfort zone. I think with Inman, it's always a battle with Mound Ridge and Inman. Even though it, you never know what it's going to be like, it could be both teams are really good, either team is very good, or they're both on opposite end of the spectrum. It's always a fun game when the two tons and the Wildcats get after it. It, it is a fun game, and we've had a lot of memorable, memorable games with them. And just the fact that, that it is us and Emin, it just takes it to another level. We just got to make sure that the Teuton fans don't yell at Vance too much. <laughs> I'm always worried about him. I don't yeah. want anybody to yell at don't him. Don't even getting accosted in the hallway or anything like That's that. That's true. <laughs> well, he's on his own as far as we're concerned. That's true. Well, Sue, best <laughs> of luck next week. Good start for the Wildcats, yes. 1-0. It's always good to start with that season opening win. Yes, thank you so much. You bet. All right, we'll take another break here on our High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Still have to hear from Little River Boys coach Wayne Morrow as well as both O'Leary Christian coaches here this morning on 96.7 FM KBBE. Continuing on our Coaches Show this morning presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva, our first high school basketball coaches show here of the winter. ton of football coaches shows over the last 12 weeks, but now diving into the basketball season. We've heard from almost everybody so far this morning. Still the Elyria Christian coaches to come up, but we'll turn things over to boys coach Wayne Morrow over at Little River after a nice win here in his first season at Little River, 60-36 to on the road at Lincoln last night. Coach Morrow, glad to have you in here this morning. It sounded like, offensively, you guys are ready to go from the jump last night. Well, I, I, you got to look at the, the, the score by quarters. I think it was 22-3 uh, to in the third quarter. Otherwise, pretty close all the way through. So um, I think we had a little time to talk at halftime, straighten a few things up. It's uh, been a while since I've coached. Last time was 2008, so it's new to me. I forgot what first years are like, and uh, kids are learning new system and so forth. But happy to get a win and happy to get that under our belt a little bit, and we're going to see some good teams next week to see where we're really at. One thing about this Little River team, you're having to replace Graham Stevens, got hurt during football, so you're not going to have him all year. Uh, but you have a couple of really good players back in Jaden Garrison and, and the Rawls kid, and then last night – uh, you kind of unveiled a new secret weapon, freshman Braxton Lafferty, and I believe he scored 24 last night. Is that correct? Yep, he had 24. Um, you know, just a, a really strong kid for a, for a freshman. He plays inside for us. He's only about 5'10", 
uh, you probably remember the Ho Heisel kid. He's starting to right, remind me a little Heisel. bit. Of, starting to remind me of the bald bull a little bit, except he has hair. So, anyway, he 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 stepped up for us last night. Uh, this is the first time Garrison's gone into a season. He hasn't played football since his seventh grade, so he's been in the gym all the falls in the past. And you know, his shot was a little off last night. I'm sure he's a little bit down about that. But he's just got to understand it takes a while to get that rust off. You know, we had to give him a few days off even before we started practice because of football going a little bit longer so you know we're just trying to get some of that rust off the kids are really caught in between there's a lot of ways to skin the cat they've been coached well in the past and you know now somebody comes in and changes everything new expectations new way of doing things and it just takes a long time to get that accomplished what's on tap for little river next week well we we go to gossel uh we have uh Illyria on uh, monday then we have canton galva and then on saturday we'll have the winner of the other side of that bracket so you know uh, Illyria will give us a good test i know they're athletic had a low scoring game last night but two teams that really play defense and have some athletes on the floor and you know we're just gonna have to adjust last night we saw a zone i think we'll see some man-to-man eventually but with, with garrison on the floor we don't know what we're going to see from night to night and you know we have to make a few things up and, and adjust as we go it feels like early on in the season, all the coaches in this room start playing each other over and over and over again. <laughs> and so I'm sure there's some exchanging of film, and I guess that you can keep all the, the trash talk going on in there. And well, that, you got to have some bragging rights here after a couple wins this week. Yeah, and they may not get film from me. Last time, <laughs> last time I was coaching with DVDs and, and VHS, and I, I'm having a little trouble figuring all this technology out. So I've got to get some people to help me out there. Well, but, you got Coach Trimble helping you out. So between the two of you, you got about. 70 years, 80 years of coaching experience. Yeah, so. That's right. We call it experience, and we don't talk about age, but we got to be up there as far as in the state of Kansas anyway. I think we got the most years under our belt. So There you go. It's a lot of fun having somebody. Yeah, people just don't understand how, how, how much knowledge he has coming in and just keeps it low-key and helps me a lot. So I, I really appreciate Roger being there. It's just a lot of fun working together. Wayne, best of luck next week. It's going to be a real busy week. A lot of the schools have three games next week, the smaller schools. So kind of a pre-tournament, preseason pre-tournament thing. But I'm sure for you it was probably exciting to get back. You've been away from it for a while, and uh, uh, you've had you know you had a lot of success at a lot of stops, but I'm sure it was fun to get back on the sidelines. Yep, it, it was fun for me, and, and I've got, that's what I've learned over the years. I used to be pretty intense and get after it and probably still am somewhat but uh just have learned to enjoy and do it more as a service now and just having as much fun as i can have and it's going to be my last go around so <laughs> just got to enjoy it the best i can and make the most of it well coach morrow thanks for coming in this morning you bet appreciate it nice breakfast too there hey you there go. you go there 56 you go. family restaurant in galva we'll take one more break and hear from the Elyria christian coaches this is the high school coaches show presented by the 56 family restaurant in galva all right, wrapping up our high school coaches show this morning presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. As it seems like we always do, we end with the Elyria Christian Eagles here this morning after they started the season on the road at Mound Ridge last night with the boys falling 41-31 and the girls falling 46-38. We'll start off on the boys' side with Coach Zach Goodrich. And we've seen you a couple times this year as we've seen you over there with the Tabor Blue Jays and they took on the Mac College Bulldogs. But we were excited to see what your team had in store this year. You've lost a ton of guys over the last two years, having to turn around a new group. And it sounds like with the way they played a good Mound Ridge team last night, that you had to be pleased with the way they began this season. I'm very pleased. We have, I would say, an upperclassman group, but they're inexperienced in varsity game experience. And so that that's important for me. I have two kids that have played varsity basketball and Zach Stuckey and Jackson Stone and have that experience. And so they from the score box, you can tell that they have played at the varsity level um, being our leading scorers. And so, but I was pleased with, I was pleased with some of the guys that we had step up and Brett Brett Anderson and and um, Ben Unruh who's a sophomore for us and so for those guys to step up I think I think for us is a, a good sign. Well, what are some of the things that you want this team to continue to improve on as this year goes on? Of course, experience will help with a lot of that. The more games you play, the more minutes you log, that the better you get. But what are some things that you want to see this team improve on over the next 19 games? Well, playing a, a Vince Unruh team, you get to see what you need to improve on. Uh, definitely blocking out with uh, potentially playing teams that have a true inside presence. That's going to be important for us. We don't have a lot of 
uh, beef size. We have size, but it, it's on the thin side. And so boxing out, getting rebounds, and completing a defensive possession because uh, we were we were definitely contesting their shots as they went 0 for 7 from the three-point line. But just being able to finish the defensive possession in. So I think if we do that and limit teams to one shot, I think that will put us in a very – uh, good opportunity in games in the in the future and then offensively just being able to knock down shots and ha having guys ready to shoot I think we had enough open shots last night we just weren't ready to shoot well I know that you guys will be in Gossel this week I don't know exactly the breakdown of which days you play and who you play so so walk me through it yeah so Monday we play a good Little River team um, that would be a good challenge for us and uh, knowing that they're in our regional uh, for the postseason. I mean, there's potentially to play them three times in the regular season and, or two times in the regular season and one in the postseason. So that's going to be a good game for us. Uh, I know they have some quality players, and we're looking forward to that. Then on Friday, we play a, a good Canton Galva team. We just came off a state championship football run, and so we're playing some, some quality quality people these next two days and <clears throat> that to me that's the only way I'd want it because we're going to be challenged and hopefully learn um, we want to come out on the good side of those things but if we don't we know we're playing a good team and hopefully we play well um, as those contests uh, come up well there's a lot of Mac college guys in this room and I think they had some bragging rights over you last night or from t Thursday night as the Bulldogs were able to beat Sterling did you let them heckle you too much out there <laughs> I did not and that is uh I'm excited for Mac and TJ and them they're doing pretty well and I've been keeping up pretty close and you know it's been pretty exciting basketball at Mac I watched some of their ladies game as we play Sterling women uh, the next Saturday on the 14th. So I've been watching a lot of basketball, but it's good to see some success for um, definitely being in this community, working over at Elyria. It's nice to see some teams do well. Well, whatever the Bulldog women did on Thursday, that's what those Tabor Blue Jays will want to do to stop Sterling after a really great win for them. Well, Coach Goodrich, congrats on the nice start to the season last night, and we'll see where this team's at here in 19 games. Hey, thanks, Jim. All right, we'll send in Coach Fields here in just a moment to wrap up our high school coaches show this morning. It seems like we always end up with the Elyria Christian Eagles here in this back corner. And one team that I'm very excited to see this year are the Elyria girls who played at Mount Ridge last night, 46-38. They lose to the Wildcats. And Coach Fields, the first thing I said to you this morning, I said, Where'd this offense come from? I think last year, I think you said you scored eight or nine points against this Mound Ridge team, and it's very clear that with a little experience, a little extra time in the offseason getting ready, that your girls have really improved a lot going into this year. Yeah, I would say it's all coaching for the most part. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I wish I could take credit for it. They, uh, these girls have worked. They've, we've had some girls that really worked hard in the offseason. Uh, it helped to get uh, Connie shot, uh, our transfer from Heston. She was ineligible all year last year because of the transfer, and uh, Connie did a great job. She was our leading scorer with 10 last night. Um, but, yeah, I was really, really pleased uh, just that we were able to see the ball go in. Last night, I know we struggled not just that first game last year because it was it was a rough game last year. I think we finished with nine points, but I looked at the average our average score uh, for the first nine games of our of our season last year. We averaged under seventeen points, and so to get thirty eight points against a very good defensive team uh, with a lot of speed and a lot of height, uh, I was really pleased with that. I think it's it's a good start to the season. We've got a long ways to go. Uh, we've got a lot of things that we need to correct, but it was a, it was a great kind of gauge to see where we need to work, and, and I was excited for the girls. Who are some of the other girls here for your Elyria team that have made some big strides this offseason going into this year? Uh, you know, I would say all we had several freshmen that's played a lot of varsity last year that are sophomores this year. Um, and just the, you know, Kylie Penner last year was our leading scorer. Um, she, she had six points last night, but the main difference for her was she only had one turnover. She tried to force a lot last year and now she's kind of slowed down and, and she's playing a lot smarter and a lot, a lot more in control. Uh, Olivia Peters is a sophomore that last year was great on the defensive side, but, uh, just really wasn't a threat offensively. She had seven points. She hit a three last night. She's developed a, a an offensive threat that, um, we really need. And so, um, she's been another one that's been that's been good. We had a couple freshmen. We we were up by twelve at one point. I think it was twenty to eight, and then we had about an eight minute, nine minute scoring drought where we just could not score. And late in the third quarter, I put in uh, Al, uh, Alexis Swenson, a freshman that has been working really hard uh, the last couple years, 
And she came in and hit a big three thing. I think everybody saw, okay, it can go in again. And so it kind of got us going again. So there's there's players like that that um, I think do more of an offensive threat. Kylie, uh, Kylin Starberg uh, had eight of our first 11 points, I think, last night. She scored eight in the first quarter, uh, hit three long shots, two threes and a, and a long uh, jumper. And... I mean that was that was huge, and unfortunately she got into foul trouble early, and then when she came off the bench later in the game, that she kind of lost that touch. But um, also had some good shots that almost went in at the end that could have really made it interesting. So, no, I think there's just been a lot of growth from last year. I think it's just you know we see that a little work pays off, a little extra playing in the summer pl- uh, paid off. So uh, it should be fun. Going into the Gossel tournament this week, are you playing the same schedule as the boys with Little River on Monday and then Canton Galva Friday? Yep, yep, that's exactly right. So, you know, we were looking at that schedule, you know, playing Mound Ridge and then Little River and then Canton Galva. All three of these teams are outstanding teams, really well coached, uh, a lot of great athletes. I know Little River uh, has some size as well. Uh, Katie Eichelberger last night just tore us up inside. She, they've got her listed at six foot. I think she's closer to six two, and uh, we just didn't have an answer for her, even when we double teamed her. And we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna meet for practice here in just a little bit, and we got to figure that out because I know Little River has a has a six foot or six one girl that you know we're gonna have to learn to to stop the, those that those bigs inside, even though we don't really have that that big presence. So. Um, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a tough road here with Little River and Canton Galva, but I think we've we've seen where we need to continue to improve, and and hopefully we can go out and compete. Well, Coach Fields, best of luck, and thanks for coming in this week. Best of luck for next week with the Gossel Tournament. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. All right, well, we will wrap up our high school coaches show presented by the Fifty Six Family Restaurant in Galva. Our first one here of the basketball season, and. Steve is making sure that everybody takes their magazines. But, Steve, I think good start to the basketball season for a lot of our teams. Not a ton of wins last night for some of our, at least the ones that came in today, but I know there's a lot of optimism with these groups. Well, we got a lot of schools that have a lot of inexperience. We we had a lot of senior-dominated teams last year, so um, it's going to take some time. But no doubt we have some very talented teams and players in the area. All right, make sure to go to midkansasonline.com. Not only will we have some photo galleries from last night's McPherson games against Andover, but also the area roundup. Area which roundup will be, will be up by 10 o'clock. There you go. Wrapping up our high school coaches show for Steve Sell and Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Swap Shop is coming up next here with Tammy, 620-241-1504. The High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva was brought to you by Simco, McPherson Concrete, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Flinsford Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, JAR Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva.